Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. <laughs> oh, we, we got to have the, uh, the obscenity okay. warning. Yeah, I know that Molly. one. This episode contains swearing, vulgarities, and trauma talk. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading chapter 14 of The Will of the Empress. So grab a cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's whistle a happy tune. In chapter 14, as Katie plays coy with Briar, he realizes that all of the frippery of noble relationships is exactly that. Frippery. So he goes to the Shackan greenhouse, where he can do something that matters, and he falls asleep there. Briar gets permission from Baronine to reshape the trees, and he goes looking for Daja to get wire and discovers she's been sleeping with Rizu. Everybody goes sailing, and then the circle have dinner together. Briar privately expresses his distrust of Rizu to Sandri and Triss, and when Sandri gets onto him for it, Triss reopens their mental connection to reassure her. Later, Baronine throws a party for the Lyran ambassador. When Finn arrives to escort Sandri to the ball, he instead drugs her and traps her in a box, spelled to keep her magic from working. Who'd have seen that coming? Finn reveals that he intends to keep her like this, until she signs a marriage contract and kisses it in blood to ensure that she can never use her magic against him. After Sandri reasonably freaks out, she seeks help through her mental connection. She fails to reach Daja, who's with Rizu, and Triss, who is playing with lightning, so she uses her thread to force her way to Briar. Though he's angry at first, once he sees where she is, he goes into rescue mode and collects Triss along the way. 
Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about this chapter. So tell me all of the things that you loved, oh my goodness, and absolutely hated about this chapter. I liked when Triss didn't eavesdrop on Briar. I mean, I, I think we know she kind of did, not on purpose, but um, and saying that uh, Briar has become more like her since uh, they've been away. And he's like, I'm not sure that's a compliment. She's like, neither am I. Oh, look, an old ship trapped in ice. One of my questions about this whole eavesdropping conversation, though, is she comments on the fact that, yes, all the parties or whatever is just nonsense or whatever. But he was also thinking about how uh, she can see stuff on the wind and she hasn't told them about it yet. Does she hear that, too? Because I feel like she kind of confirms it when she's like oh hey look there's this thing so i don't know if she was like confirming it or if she i, I don't know so that's a good question yeah because she specifically says she's like oh look an old ship oh there's also pretty lights and a bear like i don't think you can hear pretty lights yeah i don't time, think so. so so if she was accidentally eavesdropping on his thoughts and he was thinking that was she confirming it without confirming it, or? That sounds like it might be the way she would do things, anyways. Instead of yeah, just not like out straight out so say something. She was just like hint at it, like yeah, see, this is what happened. And the other question is if Briar picked up on that. I was gonna say he's already been like, I'm pretty sure she can do this. It's kind of an open secret. She's just not confirmed it, so we can't really talk about it. Because he said that in like chapter thirteen, I think. Daja also earlier yeah suggested it so they all yeah. kind of old but until Tris goes yeah I see shit they can't really like talk yeah. about the fact that uh Baradine you know we, we know that she's offering to keep Briar there by like offering him you know to be the imperial gardener and to be like second to her and all that and he's like yo it would be funny for all these other royals to have a street rat duke <laughs> yep I was like, that's a very funny way of putting it, and they would not appreciate that at all. Oh, no, not at all. Especially not after the fight. Can you yeah, just no. imagine? Can you he just would, imagine? He would be fucking taking duels like every other day. Mm-hmm. And um, he would just think it was the funniest thing. He would be a duke, so he'd be on the same level as Vedris. Everyone else would not have a good time with that. The, no, the rest of the, the, rest of the so. I know that Molly knew. I think I knew that Indy, you knew, but like the the the, the actual confirmation of Lark and Rose Thorn. It's yeah. validating. It's fucking yeah. validating. Can I just jump in here for a second? When I read the first eight books, like it never even occurred to me that Lark and Rose Thorn were together. And then when I read this book, and it was like, oh, did you think we'd be bothered after Lark and Rose Thorn? And I was like, oh shit, I never put that together. But then reading it with you guys from the beginning, it was very exciting because I could tell pretty early on that like Brittany was, oh, they're totally a thing. Goodwin also, like when he came in, was like, oh, they're totally a thing. And I know 
Indy and I in one episode discussed the, the there was an episode that Brittany wasn't able to make it and the two of us just sat there for a little bit and I was like so what is your opinion of Larkin Rosler and like do you what what do you think the relationship is like whether or not they're like just really really good friends or the possibility of them like being in a relationship and I know you guys have all been like oh they're totally in a relationship and we've all been pushing for this and so I've been so excited for this moment I finally get to see you guys go, yes, I knew it. I knew it. They are together. Hallelujah. Confirmation. Confirmation. Yeah. Confirmation. Finally. So great. Yeah. Finally. We already knew, but like, it's nice to have that confirmation. Yeah. And like knowing what we know about Tamara Pierce and stuff and like hearing what you guys knew, like, I'm like, it makes sense. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they be together? Briar talks about whistling the tune that their adopted mother Lark had forbidden him to whistle under their roof. I want to know what that is. I, I have the, f- the first song that popped into my head was All the Things You Said by Tattoo. <laughs> Lesbian anthem. Yeah. Really annoying hook. Yeah. Easy to whistle. Lark would ban it. Lark would be so house. done with that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, that's that's that that's just my canon in my brain. And see, I was thinking it had to have been something vulgar. <laughs> that's where my brain goes because it's Briar. My neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. Yeah, I, I just something, imagine something really, really bad. Yeah. 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 I like when Briar talked to Good Runny and was like, Good Runny says that Winora is spoiling her children. And Briar says, good cooks do that. Yes. If you're worried about that kind of thing, once we get to Summer Sea, keep them away from Gorse. Ah, Gorse! (laughs) Fucking Gorse reference. I knew there'd be another one. God, finally. (laughs) Otherwise, we'll have children that roll, not walk. And I love that. (laughs) I love that so much. Me too. That's that's a good cook right there. That is a very good cook. Briar's lucky he himself doesn't just roll <laughs> as much as he went to go see Gorse all the time. I liked Briar's. It reminds me of me when I have a conversation to someone with someone that isn't knowledgeable about either firearms or like home buying. He's talking about the shape that the shack hands needed. They need to be reshaped because he's like, whoever did this one, like obviously was stupid because he thought, oh, it needs to be the full cascade style. But obviously anybody in their right mind would know that the windblown style is the correct one for this type of tree. And it's like, I, I relate to that because I end up talking like that sometimes because it's just kind of technical jargon. Like, obviously, people should know this. And then people yeah. are like, I uh, don't know uh, that. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's just kind of goofy that, you know, he's like, everyone knows this. Like, anybody with eyes can look at this tree and know it's supposed to be windblown instead of cascade. It's like, no, not not everyone fucking knows that. <laughs> goober yeah you can tell he's got a lot of um knowledge with with shack ends obviously obviously i feel like I actually... that where i start talking about plants i feel exactly like that and i hate it <laughs> uh i'm getting this is gonna be my last one zigors is like looking at the wind and he's like why would sailors be preparing for a midnight getaway uh... and it's like I can guess. I could guess why they'd be preparing for a midnight getaway in this book right now. 
to your scarecrow. Yeah. This is our new catchphrase. Listen and then Sandry's like, uh, you don't know the name or anything about the ship, so don't worry about it. And she should have listened because it was for her. Ah. Unfortunately, there's just no way she could have known that. But I know, but uh it sucks. Yeah. But if definitely... she'd been like, yeah, you know what? That is weird. Why would you really need to get away at midnight? Are the fish going somewhere? Like I I I I think that would have been one of those things been like, oh, that is weird. But she does make a valid point you don't know the name of it you don't really know who's on there and there like, could be any reason why yeah. they'd be trying to leave at night like it, it yeah. could be yeah so yeah it's impossible to to really narrow down uh, and then Finn acting weird too like i don't know there, all the signs were there don't be taking those shortcuts with men you barely know <sighs> yeah 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 like, not to victim blame but I know, but and he he acted not like himself. And I'm like, oh, he's fine because he usually whines and cries about me ignoring him, and now he's not. That's fine. If he's not acting himself, look into that. Find out why. Be aware that not all people are good. That's 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 the thing. Some people want to hurt you. I don't have many likes left but let me go through my laundry list of dislikes <laughs> and i i will tie this all together later i like i said i opened up my kindle app today and was skimming through and i was like oh there's a dislike there's a dislike these are all related okay i guess that's what we're going with today so you'll see a theme briar talking about how just pointless all of this pomp and circumstances it's uh what do they accomplish by it why do i waste my time on this silly game the next page it's tomorrow folks will be poor and starving and dying with soldiers pikes in them and these people will have another celebration more nice clothes more jokes more gems the suffering is forgotten or ignored why sorrow and the war victims aren't our people and the wheel turns and suddenly they are our people this boy's got so much trauma like go go to a therapist go talk to someone please my guy it, it's the idea of all of these things that would like bring someone else joy being pointless from the perspective of someone else like yeah i i'm in full agreement like i think mm-hmm. a lot of circumstances fucking stupid and people have too much time and too much money but, but like you can't same. live like that my no God. you can't uh, it reminds me of the conversation i had with malia recently about how she was freaking out because she didn't want people to die. I was like, girl, everyone dies. There's nothing that we can change about it. And she was getting upset and crying. Like, I know that that's sad, but we can't just worry about dying all the time. Because if we're just thinking about dying all the time, we're not living and you have to live. Yeah. That's a tough one to have to talk to about with children. Yeah, she's only six and she's already worrying about dying. Just the line of, well, that explains more than it doesn't. I really just thought that was funny. That's about how I reacted when my sister came out to me. I'm like, yep, that that makes sense. Yep. I found I found one that I feel you guys say about me, <laughs> which is uh, if only you found a human being you loved enough to talk that way to. <laughs> yeah. Sandry 
beating herself up. I have one tiny setback and I go to pieces. Gajani held on for 10 years. Gajani survived for 50. Daja floated in the sea for five days, thinking she was lost forever. And from what Rose Thorne said, she and Briar were in a war. I get locked up by one silk breaches noble and I collapse. It's the minimizing your pain in comparison yeah. to someone else's. There's a reason why I said all of mine are connected. <laughs> that just breaks my heart because... I like, mean, it helps her calm down, but at the same time, don't minimize what you're going through. Yeah. What is world-ending for some person, like for someone, isn't a blip on the radar for someone else. I'm a firm believer of, yeah, things can be worse. I've been in worse. It sucks. This moment right now sucks. It sucks a lot. But I feel like in this instance for Sandry, if she wasn't in the dark, if they would have just tied her up in a room that was still lit up, she probably would have gone to pieces like this. But because of her trauma from when she was 10 years old, being locked in that dark room. And it's more than just being locked in a box without light. It is trauma that has been built and I won't say nourished, but if you think about it, the rest of the kids gave her this crystal that holds light so she would never have to be alone in the dark again and for a while she was carrying that around her neck did she stop carrying it when she got mad at her siblings she didn't want to have it around i think it's more of when you get older it's more of the i think i can handle this i'm i'm not going to be put in this situation again because of the mindset of i'm never going to be in that place again she's left it in her room where lights up her room and she doesn't have to worry about it because we do see it in because the i begin- know in like magic steps she <clears throat> still had it and she was carrying it around in her little sack because she still has the string with her yeah but she doesn't have the nightlight with her anymore yeah. because she used to carry both of those around with her well and also think about where they were going they're, they're going to like this big updo where everything is and I mean, I know personally, like, there are certain things that I would wear around the house, but if I go out, I wouldn't wear it just because I wouldn't don't want- Wouldn't the string be one of those things, though, too, I would think? I know, I know, but- The string but... is so tiny, like- Yeah. So is the crystal, though, too. I thought the crystal was bigger. I don't I know. I thought it was, like, a little, like, crystal that you can hold in your hand, like a little ball or something. I thought it was something like, like literally, like the size of a baseball or something like. Yeah, like okay. there you can store it, but not. She is earlier described as keeping both the string and the crystal in a pouch around her neck, and um, she has the string in the pouch around her neck, but she doesn't have the nightlight in the pouch around her neck. Because exactly. I had the same question. I was like, that's kind of weird that she doesn't have the nightlight. Because you think I, that I she would like leave the whole pouch at home, or put both inside. Yeah, because she still had the pouch. Because she still had the strings, so it's. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because she was mad at her siblings and her. But then again, if she was mad at her siblings, why would she still have the string? I don't know. I, I, I kind of see I, what I, Indy's I, saying, though. I, I I get that, and I I kind of agree. Because what are the chances of Sandry ever being stuck in a dark place where she wouldn't be able to use her magic to make another light? Because we yeah. know she can. She's able to do that. She is stuck in a situation right now that like would be so unlikely for her to be in ever. I guess it kind of makes sense that she wouldn't have to carry that around with her. She could just make light from like 
And if you and are saying this is probably sets. baseball size, it's probably really heavy on us. She's like, you know what? I'm not going to need this tonight. So. It, it definitely sounds like it was smaller, though, if it was like around her neck. But, uh, guys, but. I've got I've got the actual answer. Let's yeah. hear it. Plot. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's true. I'm not wrong. My first one that didn't get stolen was when um, Briar goes to look at the shotguns. There's warding spells on everything. Oh, and he yeah. remembers the pass that Baronine gives him. And he just takes the paper out, unfolds it, and lays it against the barrier. How does the barrier know who the pass is from? It can, barriers can read? I'm assuming it's got something to do with Baronine. Can I just piece of paper with her signature on it? I'm just like, hmm. I was going to say, it has to Honestly. be spelled. It has to be spelled. Yeah, maybe it's like literally you need to have that written permission slip to be able to. So if I sneak into like her office that she has, and because I'm sure that there's like a stamp somewhere or something like it, and then you just the okay stamp her name. I got it. I can sneak into this. I'm good to go. Honestly, maybe I I don't. That doesn't seem very safe. I'm just I put a piece of paper onto this bear. Access granted. I think it's spelled of some way where, like, it has to be given. There are limits too. Like, yeah, because we. But I thought I that would, was just really odd. Yeah. No, I would it, hope it is, so. Anyways, yeah. When Briar finds out about Daja and Rizum, um, she's pushing him out the door, and she's like, "Don't tell Sandry or Triss yet. It's just so new. Like Sandry already knows." So funny and cute. Sandry knows and Triss doesn't care. Yeah, no. Like, in the most affectionate way. Mm -hmm. Triss is like, does it affect me? Then no, I don't care. Do whatever. Yeah. Just to add on a little bit, it really makes you think about, like, it's just another way to show that they really are, like, separate right now. Like, they're starting Mm -hmm. to get back together, but it's like, she should know. I was gonna say, fucking Daja and Sandry's link were the first one formed. You think Sandry doesn't fucking know Daja? That's a good question, because, like, clearly, does she not remember that uh, that Sandry can feel some of the stuff that's going on? Yeah, right? So, I wonder, then, if... All these little giddy feelings that Dodge has been having towards Rizu since they've opened up their link. Are these little giddy feelings that she's been getting actually directed to Shan? Or were these just feelings that she is feeling from Daja? I think she went over that. She's like... Yeah, because that's why she's wanting Shan to kiss her again so bad. She's like... Well, she was having those feelings before Daja and her brought back their link. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of column A, column B. like uh... Especially during the kiss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm still mad at Shan about like don't tell me that you want to be friends and then go and kiss me. Mixed messages, sir. And then um Briar thinking about the kind of person that Triss would like. <laughs> They'd have to be all dressed in lightning and rain for her to even look at them. That's for certain. Her and Cat still on this. <laughs> I am. I am. He would be in lightning. They danced in lightning together. I mean, I I think it's cute. They're all, all out on the boat, and Triss gets cornered by Ishabal and Quinn. Sandry notices that Triss has a look on her face that she's trying to be nice, but and not have to yell at anybody because she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I really want to shut and tell y'all to shut up and leave me alone, but I, I have to be nice to you guys. So I'll just sit here and politely nod and smile at you till you shut up. I'm proud of Tris. Tris has uh, experienced growth. She definitely has. And I feel like I have to do this a lot at work. Oh. So <laughs> especially like a lot of people that I work with are big Trump supporters and they always want to talk about politics and I'm like, I am at work. This is not the place for debates and arguments. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. Yep. That's nice. That's cool. I have I have work to do. So I, I gotta I gotta I got stuff. I guess order some stuff. I'll hey, see you later. Bye. That's why I like my job. My next one is it kind of already got stolen, but uh when Sandry and Briar are talking about uh Daja and Rizu. Bri's like, you already knew? Sandra's like, yeah, we kind of reopened our link. And Bri's like, interesting way to find out. She's like, hmm, yeah, I bet. When Briar complains that Trist hears too much and knows too much, and Trish is just like, taps on her ear and is like, yeah, you know that I hear magic and I hear everything. And he's like, he just, like, oh, I forgot. Jeez, how did I forget? Like, of course I hear everything and know everything. You should know this already. Come on. And then a dislike of Finn. Just Finn. He sucks. I can't wait to get for him to get his ass fucking kicked. Oh, I can't either. It's gonna it's gonna be so good. Briar, all I wanted to do was go home and remember what fun is like. Ooh. Twisting yes. the knife on that trauma a little bit. I like that when he goes outside, he's like, Oh, Triss is close. I don't have to think about where she is or follow my tie to her. All I have to do is look for the highest point. He knows her so well. Tris can see the North Pole, and I love it. She's talking mm. about polar bears with the Aurora Borealis. And I like that the plants call all the courtiers walking flowers. So you mentioned the barrier. Briar has to use the pass to get into the barrier. And then he walks in, and, he's le- and it closes after her. And he's like, oh, shit, I hope it lets me out. And I was like, is this foreshadowing? I don't know. He's, he's trapped. Also, Briar's tree getting jealous over his soap. <laughs> He's like, no more sandalwood soap. My tree gets jealous. <laughs> I I found it kind of funny that he would use sandalwood soap anyway. Um, because in street magic, he was getting mad at, at Juba Huba for burning sandalwood. And he's like, what a waste. And now he knew that sandalwood was in this soap. Why would he use it? So there is actually a huge difference. Um, sandalwood is extremely expensive so burning it is wasteful because all it does is make something smell good there are actual like properties for it to be in soap and make sense to be in soap not wasteful then gotcha. not, not just, as wasteful it actually i just figured that the, the servant gave him the soap and it was like all the soap he had and that's why he's like no more sandalwood soap just give me plain fucking soap. i also just want to say that's my cat Anytime I go anywhere, you smell like someone else. Hateful. (laughs) Mother, you're awful. You're terrible to your child. Me when I'm holding another baby in front of my baby. Yeah. (laughs) Chime entertaining people on the ship, and then everybody has pretty glass charms. Chime is living for this. She loves being in the limelight so much. If no one else wants to stay, I'm sure Chad will be like, pick me. 
Sandry to Briar of all of the selfish, rude, impertinent boys. And then he grins at her and says, well, I am family. <laughs> yep. I really like how Triss is concerned about how her magic will affect the land. Sandra's like, why didn't you just bring a wave up on shore? And she's like, because that would damage the shore. And I just think that's what makes her a really great weather mage. And then I love how she reassures Sandry. And she's like, uh, we'll always be one, whether we're together in Emelon or whether we're apart. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Step two is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? The theme that I found was trauma. So much fucking trauma. Briar having literal PTSD flashbacks from his time in Yongshi. Yeah, the smell of burning bodies. That sounds fucking horrible in addition to like hearing screams and stuff. Jesus Christ, I cannot even imagine. This boy needs therapy. Yeah, Um, he sure does. He can't just keep going sleeping in the greenhouses to get away from everything. Yeah, that's not a... 
Bernie found it amusing this time, but will she continue to find it amusing if it happens every single night? (laughs) Probably not. Or maybe it's all, she'd be okay with it because that means he's going to stay there. Hmm. I don't know. And also the same with uh, Sandry, reliving that most traumatic experience she had as a kid when everyone she knew died. Mm -hmm. And she was trapped, locked in a room. In the dark for was it days or weeks? It was it was several days. I think it was like yeah. ten days, maybe yeah, not was, that long. I don't know. It was a while. It was, a, it long was time. a while. Yeah, it was a while. She was trapped in a dark room with no light, knowing that she was locked in there and everyone she knew was dead. Hooray. Yeah. yeah. Fucking traumatic as shit. Um, mine was putting on a front, I guess. I don't know if that's really a theme, but uh everyone seems like Oh, I guess that was Molly's as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone seems to be putting on a front in this chapter. Briar, he's putting on a front of acting like everything is okay, even though everything is not okay. Um, like you said, he really needs to go to therapy. And then Finn putting on a front, acting like everything's okay. Like, oh, you snub, snubbed me at this party. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Sandry trying to put on a front of her not liking Sham. Um, and then also putting up, kind of trying to sort of put on a front, kind of playing with Briar or whatever. She's like, yeah, I just put myself in this box. It's fine. It's, I thought it was, really, it's fine. It's so it's totally sarcastic. Fine. I, I, I thought this was the Empress's uh, room, um, her court or whatever. It's fine. It's totally fine. Another example probably would be all the parties and stuff too, putting on a front of to try to make it seem like everything's okay for the country when at any moment things could turn. War and all this could be happening at their place too. Even the war at other places too. You're constantly in war and killing people, but we're putting on this front. We're like, look, we're we're lavish. So we're having great parties. Everything's good. Everything's great. Don't worry about all these other things that's going on out here. Because everything's good here. We're fine. There is no war in Bossing, say. Mine was the same as Brittany's. You basically covered it. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, yeah, like there's a lot of a lot of trauma that is being worked through and dealt with so yeah that was kind of what mine was going to be too so part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage this is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives what magic were you able to craft out of this chapter speak into my heart right now (laughs) so i'm going to tell you what i highlighted first It was, he never felt he wasted his time with shack hands, whether they stored magic or not. They were their own reason for being lovely without causing harm to anyone else. And so originally what I was going to say is like, when you're having, you know, that hard time, go to something you love and enjoy. Be it a comfort show, art, a favorite album, a favorite person, and just decompress for a while when I opened it and I started like looking like kind of skimming through everything that I'd liked and highlighted and whatnot the thing that kind of stood out is like it's related but it's different your trauma shouldn't allow you to stop enjoying things and we live we live in a society where we either victim blame or look down on people who go through these huge traumatic experiences for being unable to 
enjoy something that they once did. Here, I'm going to make it just a, a smidge, smidge political because this is a huge thing that's been going on right now. So Harry Potter, Harry Potter Legacy just came out. We all know my feelings on Joanna in general. And there's a lot of people who are like, well, she didn't have a hand in making it. It's still her, her license. She's still making money off of it, even if she didn't have a hand in it. Oh, but there's a trans person in it. It is still anti-Semitic as fuck. Here we go. The game is about crushing a goblin uprising. That is what we it all, is. And we all know that goblins are just a stand-in for Jewish people. Yeah. In Harry Potter. And so your, your whole purpose of this game is to quash a rebellion. The reason that I'm bringing this all up is sitting there reading all of this and just dealing with all of this. And even if I don't interact with it, it's still there. And I see it from all of the people I follow. It's a good cause to be up in arms about. And I, like, I'm not diminishing that fact, but at a certain point, you have to go, I've consumed too much of this, this negativity and this, this anger, righteous or not. I fully feel like all of these people are in the right pointing out all of this stuff. So when I say that, like, you have to sometimes take a step back, even from a cause that you support, you have to take care of yourself mentally first and foremost. You can support these causes. And now we have a ton of these things. Like, you know, we just had another <laughs> school shooting. We, we've had more police brutality cases come up we've had all of this stuff come up and you can support these people who are against police brutality and who are for reforming gun like gun laws and setting in new gun control things you can support these people but at some point when it affects your health be it mental or physically you've got to take a step back and you've got to go to something that comforts you and that will make you feel better. Because I, I've noticed that like over the last couple of weeks with this whole Harry Potter thing coming out, I have just been so keyed up and angry all the time. I'm I'm staying off of my only social media account until it starts to blow away because I can't handle anymore without it affecting me detrimentally. I feel a lot of people need that reminder. You can walk away and still support a, a cause. It, you, just because you need time to yourself and you need time away from it does not mean that you don't support the cause or you support the cause less than someone next to you. I needed to hear that. I don't know who else needs to hear that, but you, you, gotta, you gotta take care of yourself, man. You brought up earlier, but my personal magic was to keep things in perspective. Um, not to minimize people's suffering when Sandry is in the dark and she goes like, oh, like I'm falling to pieces just because this one little thing happened compared to what happened to my friends. Like, again, it's not always correct to, uh, you know, equate your suffering to others and be like, oh, yeah, they have it worse off than I do. So I should be fine. Like that's, Trauma that's... is not a competition. Yeah. Trauma is not a competition. But in other situations, it is wise to just be like, oh, I'm having a bad day. Oh, I got a ticket. Like, oh, I'm like, this is going to ruin my entire day. Like, try try to keep things in perspective. It's it's not always as bad as it seems. Right. Um, 
and I feel like I gotta like sometimes one little thing will set me off and then I'm like oh my day is already like going horrible and then that just puts you on a downhill kind of slope and you just have to be like you know what it's not that bad it 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 could be worse it's not that bad try to try to you know keep things in perspective mine is when Daja and Rizu are constantly glued together and don't care what they do as long as they're doing it together which is really cute it's super cute but at the same time you have to be your own person go do your own things yes you love your significant other but you can't just spend all your time with them and force that person on other people all the time. I know in like high school, I lost, I would get a boyfriend and would not talk to my friends hardly ever. They're like, I gotta just spend time with my boyfriend because he's so amazing. I love him so much. And then I would lose contact with all my friends and then we break up and then I'd have to like crawl back to my friends and be like, hey, I know I ignored you, but I'm so sorry. I won't do it again next time and then get another boyfriend and ignore them all over again. And now as an adult being married, like, I feel like at first I was probably that way with Steven, but now that we've been together for a while, it's like, okay, we are different people. We don't enjoy doing the same things. We are capable of going and doing different things without each other and being around our friends without having to have them there. You're still your own person. You can still do things without your friend or without your significant other and just be a person. You're not part of another human being. You do other things without that person. Even if you are so in love, it's okay to be away from them for two seconds. I wrote, I have better things to do with my time. Similar to Indy, I, I really felt the whole bit where Briar's like, this is all rich bullshit frippery. And uh, there's <laughs> other things that are more important. And I really feel that a lot, probably because I deal a lot with people who are on the low socioeconomic status or otherwise marginalized. That's kind of how you deal with that, is when there's all this stuff going on, you, you just go, you know what, like, there's something I can do that's more productive. And I think that that also goes into what Indy said about, you know, at some time, at some point, the argument is not healthy for you, or having the argument is not healthy for you. and so you find something more productive. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, sometimes sometimes the more productive thing is like saying, I'm going to back out of this because it's not good for my mental health and I'm aware of that. And sometimes the being more productive is going this, like I, I don't like being a part of this, so I'm going to go support this other cause. We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter 15 of The Will of the Empress. Berenine shot him a glare for interrupting, but Sandry was shaking her head. Not after we turned away from the main corridors. I didn't see anyone else. When we turned a corner back there, someone placed a cloth over my face. It was soaked in a potion that made me unconscious. I woke up in a box. Her voice trembled slightly. She got it under control. The inside was filled with spells to cripple a thread mage. Finn was outside. He said his uncle had helped him. He said he was taking me out to a house with the same spells on it, and he said I would leave only when I signed the marriage contract and put my limp print on it in blood so a mage could use it against me if I tried to break it. He seemed to think you would let him get away with it, cousin, since you admire bold young men. Everyone knows how you want me to stay in Namorn. 
and you expect women to escape like you did. Of course, I doubt that you were put in a box. The huskiness of her voice thickened. I doubt that the head of the Namornese Magus Society put spells on you and guaranteed to keep them there until you signed a contract. It would have been harder to escape under those circumstances, don't you think? Then how did you escape? Berenine asked coolly. The beginnings of a headache pounded in her temples. I found her, Briar said flatly. But how, insisted Berenine. What she really wanted to know was, did you use that magical connection my spies told me was closed? She could not ask that, of course. They trusted her little as it was. Adults understood that people spied on one another. But these young people were idealists, not realists. She doubted that she would understand that everyone spied on everyone who might be important. I forget, Friar said coldly. I have terrible memory when it comes to secrets I don't wish to tell. Berenine glanced at Triss. The redhead had undone a third of the braid she had pulled from her hairstyle. Now Triss ran her fingers through the loose hairs over and over. Her attention locked on them. She's working magic, Ishabal said. I cannot tell what kind, but she's cloaked in power. Then stop her, ordered Berenine. Triss looked up, gray eyes glinting through her loose tresses. I wouldn't do that. Triss, you'll never be success as a diplomat, announced Briar. You may as well put that right out of your mind. He turned his own bright green eyes on Ishabal and Berenine. We all swear on our medallions. This isn't something that would affect your imperial majesty in any way, he said, his voice as bland as cream. In fact, Triss here is actually doing you and your devoted servants a favor. And if they stop now, I can't promise the cliff under the palace won't drop into the sith, muttered Triss. Pay her no mind, Briar continued, as Sandry glared at Triss. It's not a threat she's making, just a warning. You know how it is with mages and interruptions. Anyway, I suppose you didn't know it, or you'd have seen to it for yourself, but your palace has rats. Big ones. Doesn't fit, doesn't it, Clayheim Falandreg? Big ones, Sandry replied. I don't know how she missed them, but anything is possible. Oh, shit. Oh, shit is correct. <laughs> Reading Circle Temple is produced by us. Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST, shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellow is for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. But I didn't mean to take over. I keep doing this to all y'all. I am so sorry. I will shut up. I will let y'all speak because I keep taking over y'all's things. So. I am so mad that you just keep bringing up God, God, stuff and making us sound smarter. God. <laughs> if you could just stop making me sound smart, that'd be great. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.